0: The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Welcome to the Ask Harry podcast. This is Harry Margolis, and this is the podcast where we interview experts on all aspects of estate planning. In this episode of Ask Harry, Harry talks with Steve Weissman, an attorney who is an expert on scams, identity theft, and cybersecurity. Steve Weissman, thank you for joining us today, and we're going to talk about a topic of great concern to people, especially seniors, who seem to be targeted with scams um, all the time these days. And uh, before we get started, I just want to let listeners know that uh, you're the uh, author most recently of Identity Theft Alert, which is a huge issue. And uh, and that's available both on Amazon and on your website, which keeps everybody up to date on these issues, uh, Um But uh, as uh, in terms of seniors, um, what's going on in terms of them being targeted and uh, how are they targeted and what what are the kinds of scams that are out there?
1: Wide variety and, and uh, seniors are targeted. You know, sometimes we think is it uh, anecdotal, but in fact, um, there are a lot of scams and scammers who, you know, perhaps it's like the uh, the old bank robber. Why did he rob banks? Because that's where the money is. Mm-hmm. And seniors, unfortunately, are the are the perfect storm for scams. One, they may have money, and then the second thing is, we kind of think of them as more susceptible, more trusting one of my mottos is trust me, you can't trust anyone. Mm -hmm. And uh, with seniors, there actually have been some scientific studies done at Cornell University and the University of Iowa that indicate there's a part of our brain that deals with skepticism uh, that as we age becomes less viable. And so there really is a, uh, a physiological basis for scammers to decide that seniors are more vulnerable, uh, often too they're not as sophisticated in regard to uh, technology. Although with that uh, brings a smile to my face, the two groups that are scammed the most are seniors and millennials. The millennials, no, I-, I have no excuse for. It. Your brains are <laughs> intact, but you just think you're bombproof and you don't you uh-huh. don't, don't take the steps to protect. But even uh, certain scams, for instance, uh, one of the, the biggest that affects uh, seniors are, are phony lottery scams. Now, we all should know it's difficult to win a lottery. It's impossible to win one that you have not entered. Mm-hmm. And yet, uh, this is something these scammers have a, have a knowledge of psychology Freud would have envied. And particularly the, the biggest lottery now that uh, scams seniors is the uh, Jamaica Lottery and so this is a phony national lottery from jamaica and people uh... the the scammers and often it it starts uh... from jamaica and gangs there uh... they get phone numbers and lists of uh... seniors in the united states call them you've won but there's just one thing you need to you need to pay some taxes on it and that's kind of the the gem of well lottery winnings are subject to tax however The truth is that uh, no lottery, no legitimate lottery, ever takes tax money from you. They will, like Megabucks or Powerball, deduct the taxes before giving you the money. They will withhold it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Or they will just give you the whole thing and it's your responsibility. And then they also say, well, they're administrative fees. So all of this sort of seems like maybe it's legit. And then the seniors will... many of them fall prey and they'll, they'll pay some of this money, but then they need more and then they need more. And sometimes it's even gotten into threats and where mm-hmm. you, you'll actually have, uh, from Jamaica, the call will come. You've got to pay this or we're going to come and burn your house down. Mm-hmm. And we are just down the street and they'll describe the house. So how do they do it? Google earth. Right. You and can always
0: see you see your house. On, yeah. On, online. So,
1: uh, the, the lottery scams, uh, Many seniors are also uh, getting uh, various public benefits. We are now in two seasons, the Medicare open enrollment season and the mm-hmm. Medicare open enrollment scam season. Oh. <laughs> and so you will be getting uh, calls. You will be getting emails and text messages, Uh not legit, looking to get personal information from you. It used to be even worse when, uh, until uh, really this year, a person's Social Security number uh, was their uh, uh, Medicare number. The transfer is over. Everyone has their new card, but you're allowed to still use your old number and card up until uh, January. My advice, don't switch over mm-hmm. to the new card. But they're just, you know, so many so many scams that, that seniors are prey to.
0: Now, probably everybody who's listening, and I know I've gotten calls about uh, the tax authorities are after me. Yes, uh, and if I don't pay up by tomorrow or something, that I'm going to be reported to the uh, to the AG's office or something like yeah. that. Yeah, there, there will be
1: an arrest warrant out there. We're going right. to come and take your children away as well. Right,
0: and if I send them twenty thousand dollars or whatever, I can avoid that
1: in gift cards or Bitcoin. You know, this uh. <laughs> this is one of these things, and there's there's a nasty part of me that looks at it when the scammers call and you know we are the irs well to start you look at your your caller id and it says irs and there's a very simple technique for it's called spoofing whereby you can make the call appear
0: to come from whatever you want Well, it's amazing because i got a call just yesterday from uh someone who wanted to speak to the head of household <laughs> as the head of household available and it said Belmont, yep. Massachusetts, and uh, on the call, and uh, the guy had clearly had a uh, Southern accent. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could be in Belmont, but um, and uh, and I asked, uh, oh "Well, he may be available. What's this about?" And he hung up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and so he couldn't get, wasn't able to delve further.
1: Well, you know, that that's an interesting one. You you mentioned the Southern accent and uh, you know there are the uh, the stereotypes you get a a call from the IRS and it's uh, with someone with an indian accent mm-hmm. uh there is a reason for that India is famous as a call center, both legitimate, companies will outsource that, and illegitimate. And in fact, just in the past year, the uh, IRS working with Indian law enforcement busted a huge, huge income tax identity uh, scam there where uh, the the callers would pretend to be the IRS call people threaten them and here's the thing so they're going to ask they want immediate payment they want you to do a, a credit card online or gift cards and it the IRS is not taking <laughs> gift cards it it kills me that the uh, the IRS actually if you go on their website will have to tell people no, we're not taking gift cards. <laughs> Part of me thinks this is the Darwin Awards. This is the thinning of the herd. But no one, deserves, <laughs> no one deserves to be scammed. Fortunately, there is a real, real easy way to determine whether that call is from the IRS or not. If you pick up that call and it says it's the IRS, it's not.
0: Because Since they <laughs> have enough trouble answering your calls to them, right? <laughs> yeah, we can't get
1: through. But the IRS will not initiate contact with you by phone, by email, by text message. So if you are ever contacted in any of those manners by the IRS, particularly demanding payment immediately and threatening all kinds of terrible things, you can ignore it. It's a scam.
0: Very good. So, since seniors are especially targets of this, and are uh, also especially susceptible yeah. to scams, um, what can either they do or their families do to pr- protect against this you happening? Know, yeah,
1: great question, Harry. And and that's the key thing. And it's a, it's a combined co- uh, educating the seniors to recognize certain scams and be aware of them. Uh, For instance, one of the more common scams that we hear about, and we shouldn't be so hard on seniors or, or anyone that uh, falls for this is the, uh, the grandparents' scam. Mm. They get a call in the middle of the night. Uh, they're a little disoriented. It comes from one of the grandchildren who's um, vacationing in Cancun at spring mm-hmm. break. And uh, they got into a problem. They need you to send money right away by gift card, mm-hmm. once again, because the police in Cancun, they love gift cards, apparently, <laughs> uh, or wire money. And here's the thing. Yeah, there was a... a uh, Cartoon years ago called Pogo, and I, I loved it. And the, one of Pogo's lines was, "We have met the enemy, and he is us." Right, remember that. And we're our, our we're our own worst enemy. How do the scammers know? Uh, first of all, the the names of the grandchildren. Well they're actually scanning. There may be obituaries that they're watching and they're finding a vulnerable widow or widower and the Mm -hmm. names of the kids are on there. They've gone online and there's social media. We all put too much personal information. Oh, there's a picture of Sam and he's vacationing in Cancun. Mm -hmm. And uh, I already know the name of his uh, grandmother. So we're going to call. So you have to plan for that. And uh, one of the things is you be skeptical, you try and call uh, the real person. The other thing, and and frankly, this is part of the preparation, you have a safe word. You know, what's our safe word? And so if that situation comes up, you merely ask it and you know it's, uh, you can determine it's going to be a scam. Uh But there are a lot of financial scams that take advantage of uh, seniors' Frankly, there are financial scams take advantage of everyone. My favorite, I, I teach white-collar crime at Bentley.
0: How to do it or how to avoid it?
1: Well, that's my biggest fear, <laughs> Harry, is that one of these days I'm going to see in the media one of my students get arrested for, for white-collar crime. And I remember having somebody say, well, you're describing this, and it doesn't seem like they really can catch you, does it? I said, well, that's really shouldn't be the, uh, the, the focus here, but... We were dealing with Bernie Madoff, and Madoff at one time had the chutzpah, the gall, to blame his victims. I mean, I heard this interview. He said, mm-hmm. everyone who invested with me deserved it because they didn't do their homework. And there's two things when it comes to investment scams. Uh, one is you've got to investigate the investment itself. You, have to, you should never invest in anything you, understa- you don't understand. Unless it's Bitcoin, because that's really hot and I don't need to understand it. and, and No yeah. one understands it, so Ex-
0: you can't understand it.
1: Well, there was a great – the SEC had a, uh, a website. You can probably find it. It was called HowieCoin, and beautiful website with a lot of endorsements of important celebrities, and they explained it, and there's a special. And you keep clicking through and clicking through, and right when you get to where you're going to invest, it says – this is the SEC, and this whole thing was a scam. If you had done this, you would have lost your money. Huh. So y- you have to understand what you're investing in. And uh, Madoff was interesting because he said, if anyone had bothered to look into what I said I was doing, they would have known it was impossible. Mm-hmm. The other thing that Madoff uh, exemplifies is you also – in a you got to check out the messenger. It's not just what the investment is, but who is offering it. Now, in the case of Madoff, it probably wouldn't have been very helpful because he had a uh, a, a great he, he, reputation. He was very credible. Yeah, but you got to check out, and there are a lot of scam investment advisors, and you can check out them on uh, FINRA, which is a trade uh, organization. You can check out with attorney generals whether, whether there are complaints against these people. And uh, the other thing with Madoff is... He was uh, a purveyor of affinity fraud. And affinity fraud is huge. Mm-hmm. We trust people who are like us. Right. Well, who's like us? Well, it depends how you want to identify. There are, you know, we, had a, we had a Ponzi scammer similar to Madoff in uh,
0: Massachusetts, well, probably about 10 years Actually, ago. Actually, Ponzi was in Massachusetts, but that goes back a ways.
1: <laughs> it does. And we'll <laughs> go even further in a moment. So uh, his name was Brad Blight. And Blight, uh, he also, uh, beyond scamming wide range of people, he was a Mason and he scammed, he, he was he scammed Mason's chapters. He invested mm-hmm. their money and, and stole their money. And I remember talking to one of the victims afterward, and the, the most shocking thing was said, how could a Mason do that to another Mason? And that's the problem. We trust. One of my mottos is, trust me, you can't trust anyone. But as long <laughs> as you bring up Ponzi, and of course... Can you imagine if he had legitimate uh, kid descendants today, they, they couldn't use it. Right. Hi, right. You're, oh, you're with Merrill Lynch. What's your name? Fred Ponzi? Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, yeah. wait. <laughs> it shouldn't be called the Ponzi deal. In uh, a blatant example of uh, sexism, it should be called the How deal. Hmm. In Boston, it must be something that' we're in the air here or the water. Um, Fifty years before Charles Ponzi, the first known use of this scam and the Ponzi scam, it's magnificent in its simplicity mm-hmm. and it, it keeps on working. And the idea behind it is you've got a great investment, whatever you lure it in, Ponzi lured people in, you're gonna make 50% in 60, 90 days. Wow, that's great. Madoff was kind of even more sinister. Yeah, He, he didn't was. promise those huge, huge returns, but he would promise a good return and he never had losses. Yeah. Nobody ever goes without losses. Right. But what Sarah and what happens is people invest, they get paid. Hey, they, look what's happening here. They tell their friends. Right. They beg the person. Madoff, he never sought out people who invest. They, right. they begged him to take their money. So he pays the older investors with the newer investors money and keeps right. going on and on. But there's there's no investments. Sarah Howe was a woman uh, in the 1800s who started the Women's Only Bank. Women were discriminated against Against. Women also were uh, not treated equally in, in regards to money. So she was going to help them. Only women could invest. She had limitations to help them discipline themselves on when they could take things out. And it was a total Ponzi scam. Hmm. Uh, she eventually got arrested. She did her time. She came out. She did it again. Huh. She was arrested. She did her time. She wow. came out and went for the trifecta. Um, and uh, she was the originator of the ponzi scam did it successfully 3 times uh-huh. and people just trusted her. Wow.
0: Wow. She must have, have the right must have had the right demeanor.
1: You know there are some of the scam scam artists are the only criminals we call artists. Right. And they really will have a knowledge of psychology Freud would have envied and they they're good. They'll they'll appeal to what works. Sometimes it's our best charitable instincts. Mm-hmm. And you know, after natural disasters, you're going to be hearing from charities. Uh, many of them are gonna be phony. Uh-huh. Uh, they will appeal to our our greed. Well, wow. I'm looking for a little bit more. Whatever is our weak point, they will find a way to appeal to mm-hmm. it. Wow.
0: So again, getting back to seniors. So um, if I wanna protect my mother yep. from this happening to her, uh, what can I do? First of all, you want to monitor.
1: You you want to educate them to be identifying schemes. You want to tell them to leave that telephone alone. Uh, watch out for uh, robocalls. When someone calls you on the phone, you have no idea who it is. You can't tell. We've got that spoofing, so it looks like it could be coming from a broker or whatever. So you just you can't trust that. There are a number of uh, services, I use one called NOMO Robo to help protect from robocalls, but none of them are uh, you know are perfect. So you educate them, and then you work in help. You, you know, you, you don't want to do. You want to, this to be a family matter. So uh, you may want to have a durable power of attorney to be able to uh, check out investments. You want to be able to access records, and there are a number of uh, companies that have debit cards and credit cards that are intended for seniors like this. So the senior, you know. I've become a senior myself, and my knees hurt, and I can't run like I used to. I mean, everything seems to be just a little bit more off my fastball and taking away my dignity as I age. And when you start taking away from seniors saying, well, you know, you can't have your own credit card, I have to monitor everything – we don't want to take away the dignity, mm-hmm. and you don't have to. You can. G- there are companies uh, that will have special credit cards, special debit cards that can be limited, and you can see certain types of in, of uh, payments that will not be allowed. Certain companies that won't be allowed. You can also have limits on the amount uh, that can be spent, and you can monitor all of their accounts. And that's what you want. Mm-hmm. And these days, uh, the the wonders of technology. Technology is a a great Tool for the good guys as well as the bad guys, and mm-hmm. so you've got a child in California. They can be monitoring accounts. They can be helping uh, be helping to uh,
0: watch what the senior is doing financially to help them keep from being scammed. Senior just has to cooperate, not feel that it is taking away from their independence. Yeah,
1: and you know, there again, it's it's how you uh, it's it's how you say things sometimes rather than just why. I mean, there, there was a, an old. Joke about a uh, an immigrant back in the days before actually all immigration was absolutely evil and <laughs> going to be responsible for our downfall. Um, immigrant came to this country uh, didn't it was it was not literate couldn't bring over his family until he got settled and so uh, he was working and his wife who was literate would send letters and he took one of the letters uh, to the local butcher to read and the butcher said my darling husband. Send money and bring us over. Goes, huh. So the next time he got a letter from his wife, he uh, he took it to the local clergyman, and the clergyman read it. My dear husband, send money and bring us over. And he goes, okay. Now she's changed her tone. I'll send the money. So you know how yeah. you say something is uh, as important as what you're saying, and so you you want to you want to let. You, you want to let seniors know anyone can be scammed. Mm-hmm. We all can be scammed. It's
0: just we're in this together. Yeah, it's definitely true. I, I almost got scammed, and my son oh, protected it's... me. And I'm, and I'm I'm getting close to being a senior as well. But I um, I memorized my credit card. Good for you. Yeah, well, I thought I was very proud of it. And so then I got a call and from my credit card company, and they said, put in your credit card, type it in. <laughs> yeah. And I did it because I was so proud that I knew it and then my son said was hap- fortunately happened to be there and he said why did you do that <laughs> <laughs> so I called my credit card company and canceled the card and had to had to memorize a whole new car number, ah. but uh, but yep so your kids can save you that's I guess that's a, the, the the moral of that story from being scammed
1: well you know it it is with with so many scams and uh, one of the other biggest scams that's very sad that preys particularly on older women are the romance scams wow. and these are they're incredible someone goes online uh, they meet someone generally they're out of the country often they may be in the military uh, their immediate follow. In love with uh, the the senior, and then they need money sent. And what they found is that seniors that are not isolated, when they have someone else to talk to, uh, will do better at uh, avoiding this scam. Mm-hmm. They're they're so adept. I mean, you could get a text. message. you can, you may have a text message alert from your bank. If there's a problem uh, that with your credit card, they will notify you, but you don't know when you get that text message, if it's legitimately from your banker, or Or I I talked with a security expert and this one was wonderful. And he did what you did. Got a call from uh, the bank. There was an issue, but to prove they were the bank, they gave him the last four digits of his social security number. So he gave them the credit card. It about two minutes. He goes, Oh, Fecal matter. Why did I do that? Calls his uh, credit card company. And by then, already thousands of dollars have been taken. So where they get the last four digits, that part of the internet called the dark web, Um, where uh, the bad guys buy and sell goods and services. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe you're just one of the, like me, 148 million people who are a victim of the Equifax data breach. So just because they have your social security number doesn't mean anything. But another one of my mottos is, Things aren't as bad as you think; they are far worse. So here's the far <laughs> worse. You decide. I'm not going to fall for the scam with the credit card. I'm going to flip. O-. Don't tell me you rec- you remembered the uh, eight hundred number for them for customers. No. Okay, <laughs> you flip it over. There's your eight hundred number for customer support. You call it. But if you made a mistake, if you misdialed one digit wrong, there is a very significant chance that the bad guys have bought that number oh, banking wow. on you doing it. So you call and, yes, we're Bank of America, but we need you to verify your credit card number. So they're, they're pretty smart guys.
0: Well, on that note, which is, <laughs> a, which is a kind of a downer, we, we will <laughs> end, but, it's, uh, but I, I think the, uh, the, the uh, lesson is just be very careful and don't offer, uh, don't, uh, respond to any, anything incoming. Yeah. Um, and, uh, if, if, you want to give money to a charity, you find the charity. You want to help out your grandchild in Cancun, call them <laughs> and, uh, figure out how to do that.
1: A little skepticism goes a long way. Right. Thank you very much. Steve.
0: Thank you for listening to the Ask Harry podcast. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends and colleagues. If you have questions about estate planning, you can find answers at askharry.info. And if you don't find your answer there, you can post a question and I will respond to it. You can also subscribe and listen to future episodes on iTunes. If you're interested in Harry's book, Get Your Ducks in a Row, The Baby Boomer's Guide to Estate Planning, please visit Margolis.com. That's M-A-R-G-O-L-I-S.com. Ask Harry is a production of pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network.